Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. How are you? I'm awake and alert-ish and ready to chat. How about you? About the same, alert-ish. <laughs> A little early for brilliance, but... Yeah. We'll give it our best shot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're trying something new. Yes. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. Introductions? Yes, go for it, please. Hi. <clears throat> Greetings, all. I'm Shauna Barnes. I am a feminine power coach and a licensed insurance agent, and I really just want to help women who are feeling nervous or ill-prepared for their financial future to get a grip so that they can have peace of mind, a retirement plan, create legacy, and live happily ever after. Ooh, that always sounds so good when you say it. I know, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, now you say, you say something good. All right. I am Margaret Bell. I am a therapist and I specialize in trauma and grief. So oh. I help people feel better. Well, wow. Right? Yes. So many people are in trauma right now. Yes, it's like never ending. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. sadly, sadly. Yes. What's the next segment? So I guess we just jump into our current event, right? The what's going on, the what's impacting people. And for the listeners, the heavy breathing in the background is my dog, Poe, who has <laughs> joined us this morning. So That's usually weird. I have noise isolating headphones, but having some technical difficulties this morning. So, oh, I love that. Did you say Bo? In the room with us. Welcome, Bo. That's so nice. So what in the headlines caught your attention? Mm. You know, it's, it's very interesting to live in a post- January 20th inauguration world where there's a it, it almost speaking of trauma it feels like a, a, a significantly less traumatic headline world for me I'm just perhaps there's others who are you know taking up where I left off and feeling traumatic feeling traumatized, however that would be about um, rollbacks or changes or, you know, uh, what is it? $1.9 trillion COVID plan. How about, what are you seeing? What, are, what's standing out from, from, for you? I guess just that, right. Trump was not impeached. So now they're going to work on the 14th amendment. So, and just. Oh, tell me more. I don't know about that part. 
so yeah, he wasn't impeached. So last I heard, they were gonna the Fourteenth Amendment, right, where he can't run for presidency again. I'm not quite sure about that one. I think I was just taken back. I saw a meme, I think, or a gif on I think Instagram that just talked about how if the Republicans had said Trump was guilty they would have in fact been saying that they were guilty. So it was easier to vote him innocent, which I thought was very interesting take on it. Wow. Well, my story on the, my, my story to sit on the shelf next to that one is uh, a friend that was talking to me about how impressed she was that Mitch McConnell after the vote said Trump was out of line. He misbehaved. He, you know, called him out on what he did. And she was, and that he felt that it wasn't right to impeach him after he left office, I guess. And I said to her, and I found even an op-ed on this, um, well, that's mighty precious of him since he was the one that wouldn't let them vote on impeachment before he left office. I was like, you don't get it both ways. You don't get to get after the fact, say, yeah, he really did do something wrong. And then we just couldn't get it done in time when you were the one that didn't get it done in time. Yes. Makes you wonder if he was just like, okay, so I'll just block it this way. And then I can say this. I don't know. I think he believes what he said, right? I don't. I don't know. Like I. I don't know. Some of those politicians, I can't tell. Like, because it just seems shady, right? To me, it does at least. Like, okay, can't do it this way. Oh no! Well, we can't do it now. Yeah, but I think they really do think and see something that's affecting their judgment. Much like I'm not in Washington D.C., so I I don't I don't know what they're seeing or experiencing that's affecting their judgment. Um, yeah. Even if I was there, I don't know that I would agree with them. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I, you know, uh, could he have said during the quote unquote trial that he felt uh, Mr. Trump was out of line? I don't know if he did or not. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch the hours upon hours of testimony and all of that. Like that would seem exhausting to me being a politician, having to sit there for like 12 plus hours, just listening. I don't have that attention span. I don't know about you. So, I I did not watch it. I know that the defense was only only spoke for three hours, uh, and I think the the prosecution was three days, wasn't it? So I don't know. I didn't watch any of it because I, you know, I would wait for the summary. Um, that's interesting. So you're saying, well. If they weren't going to listen, I'm not sure what the point was. 
Well, I hope people listened. I don't know. It just seems like a long time just to sit and listen and be part of something. Like I don't know. It's just I don't get it all the time. I was thinking about how I believe it's Lindsey Graham is before the vote was saying if they impeach Trump, then they were going to, then the Republicans were going to, to impeach Kamala. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, that's part of what I wanted to talk about in, in the world is that if, if that's, you know, that's the, um, I don't know how to make that hit that storyline acceptable. So we have a grown man who has an responsibility who's essentially saying when he doesn't like something, he's going to go after someone. My guess is he's going to go after her anyway because he probably recognizes that she may be the next or one of the next um, candidates from the Democrat Party to run for president. So he's just going to start now slandering her or causing people to, you know, a sense of mistrust because her popularity, at, at least as far as I can tell is, is really good. And, um, no known scandals to my knowledge, no, nothing big that marks things. But what does it say about us that we have people in charge who have this really important role in running our government who are, making it personal, how can I say, not making it personal, who are already behaving like playground bullies mm-hmm. instead of, and I'm not, I'm not excluding Democrats or anyone else for if their, if their behavior is the same, but how do we look at that and go, wow, even if you, even if you are a Republican and you you want a change, because I know, um, I my understanding is Graham Lindsey Graham is also going to talk to Trump about helping them get back into the White Um, and even if you support that, uh, can we also hold? Uh, the behavior, hold the people in these very responsible positions responsible for their behavior and say, yeah, you, you know, we want you to be, you know, if I'm a Republican, yeah, I want you to be elected in 2022, but um, that's, let's not take that route. Let's not be that petty. Let's figure out how we work together and we ex- and hold our party together because I think the Republicans may have an issue there and move us forward and come out better because of it, not just add more, um, I don't know, pathetic, childish behavior on top of what everyone else is already doing. You know, when are we going to have leaders who say, uh, we we can behave better than this, and I think to some degree Biden did that and Camilla did that. Uh, 
I, I reserve the right to get more information on it. But I just feel like they did that. You just feel that it's what? I'm sorry. The last part, like, cut out. So I just got, you just feel that it's, and I didn't touch the last part. I don't, yeah, if, I, I think for the most part, from what I could see, Biden and Kamala took a higher road. Um, and I, if I, there's something I don't, I, you know, there may be something I missed. I don't know, but uh, that's all I'm saying. Do you raise a good point? Like, how do how do we deal with bullies, like schoolyard bullies? Because that's feels like what they're doing, and that right. It's, I think a lot of people have bullies in their life, whether internally or externally, like at work or in their heads. So then, how do we deal with bullies? Right, because it's Again, that outer that reflects the inner or like the macro and the micro. Well, um, I don't know if I have an answer to that. I do know that I do want to, to invite people to to look at that behavior and call it out and then decide differently if they really want a different world. And I, I do feel like this is going to be trying to, you know, slow and redirect the Titanic. It's, it's, it's not just, Oh, we just think differently. It's just like, we have this statement in our country that says you're innocent until proven guilty. And how many people are shamed or slandered or, tweeted about or uh, lose their job or their homes or their families before they're, they're proven guilty. How do we start looking at people and remind ourselves to look at people and continue consider them innocent until they are, in fact, in a court of law, proven guilty? Um, or found to be guilty? Because I'm not, some, that's a whole nother yeah, thing. Yeah, I was like, right there. What happens it's in a, a court? Whole other is yeah. guilty and innocent. How that's yeah, right. So I think about. I don't want to. I'm not trying to come down, uh, Mr. Graham. I'm just saying, how do we hold him responsible for his behavior, and how do I also hold my own self responsible for how I interpret what he's doing and what he's saying? so that it's not okay you know what i mean it's just you know so how do we change that so one that we don't even have someone making statements like that but we have them saying you know it used to be at least this is how i hear after the election the senates the congressmen and women would come together and get work done and for the better of the country and this person is already, you know, an, a shot across the bow. And they're, what, five minutes into their this next presidential term. We, I can't make him change it, but we can certainly influence. I mean, we can certainly 
yeah, well, influence, but I think start putting out mm, expectations of future Congress people or representatives and saying, here's what we were really looking for. We want you to be strong and firm, but we also want you to start working your way back to working together because that's what you're there to do. And if, boy, you talk about, I, I'm, I'm over people saying, oh, the, co the country is really split. I don't think the country is really split. I think that the rhetoric, though, is still really split. I don't know. Because I'm not seeing. Uh, you tell me. Are you seeing? Where are you seeing divisiveness in your day-to-day -day life? I think people are split just in that right there's so many different opinions and so many people that aren't wanting to see issues that are there that they don't believe that they're there or they downplay them or their significance so i see that still happening that that you know on in a lot of people's relationships there seems to be this divide between I want to say what is real, but I don't know so, because for like a Trump supporter, that is real. And for a Biden supporter, that is real. So this differencing of opinion where there's not the common ground's been lost. People have forgotten that it's just about people. It's about humanity because that's what they're believing. It's about we're not wanting to see it. So would you say it's as, as impactful now as it was six months yes, ago? Yes, because I think there are still people that still really want to talk about it, but other people are like, well, it's over. Let's forget about it. And there's people that are still suffering. Right? Like I, I read someplace that um, Asian hate crime has been up. Well, that's due to the COVID. To but that come, takes us back to people, right? Like like, a, oh, we're good. It's okay. We're fine. And not say, no, we're not good. We're not okay. We still have all these issues and problems. Okay, so I'm not saying that the issues aren't there. I, I, maybe I'm. Maybe I can say that better. I'm not saying that there's not still um, differences of opinions, and I hope the difference of opinions. I just feel like we hit a peak, and we're either leveling or we're starting to the the tension is not as strong. At least I'm not seeing that, and and in part I'm not seeing. I feel like it's not there because Mr. Trump isn't tweeting. So I don't see all these headlines regularly of people feeling compelled to reply one way or the other. I think they're simmering. I think they're still, I think they're waiting. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what I, I mean. I don't know if it's done yeah. or over and it still feels, I don't know. It might be shifting. I'm just saying it doesn't, it, it's not, uh, that's all my point, what I was trying to say. It just doesn't feel. I don't know. It, I still feel the tension. I also feel I don't like know. this. Uh, 
Well, I, I guess I do know that that's, I don't see it as, as visible in the media and don't see it as visible in headlines. I, uh, energetically, I don't feel it as at the fevered pitch that it was. I just don't feel that. I don't think it's, um, like, I don't think everyone, you know, the people that disagreed with whoever they disagreed with, they're just gotten quiet and gone home. I think that's why I'm seeing something like Lindsey Graham come out and say what he said. And, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell doing what he said. And, uh, you know, the nine or ten Republicans that went to speak with George, uh, Biden about. I think the behavior is different. I also... Um, what I've been reading about the people who have who were part of the insurrection, many of them seem remorseful in some way, to some degree. I know there's one woman that absolutely is not. That it, 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 it seemed like a meteoric soaring to a fevered, more fevered pitch. Um up until the insurrection. What I'm saying is, it's it looks to me as though some, that energy is, is kind of dissipated. Now, people might be going underground again and, and about to come back with some other rebellion or shenanigans or attacks or, or what have you. Yeah. So tell me what your, I mean, I, I guess the per, per Here's what I'm concerned about. Um, when we were talking about this inside out and how we respond to what we're seeing, when I walk down the street, I don't see any more homeless people um, or I assuming homeless people asking for money. I don't see... Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not getting the sense more people are out of work. I do know that there were there are people who are you know hungry and needing food I, I guess it's the whole piece for me what's real what's really the issue what's really happening you sound like you're seeing something very different. So I'm asking, what are you seeing? Opposed to, because I get it. You and I could both talk about what we're reading in the paper, but what are you seeing and experiencing firsthand? And, and without, you know, violating anybody's privacy or anything. I'm still seeing unemployment and hungry people and job insecurity and food insecurity and housing insecurity. So you personally know someone who's got a housing yes. insecurity. And is it um, about the same as like a year ago? Yes. I I would say people are more hopeful, the, um, but they're still also, right, like what's going on? Like with people's jobs, like are restaurants reopening? Are kids going back to school? Like just a lot of instability because there's just so much going on and then the hope, right? Okay. We're going to get vaccinated and life's going to get back to somewhat normal. Well, well, when is that? 
So there still seems like there's a lot of unknown creating anxiety and depression because there's just a lot. Well, yeah, I, the unknowns and the anxiety and depression, I, I believe is that, I guess, I, I, um, I would acknowledge that's there even if we don't see it. I think there's, you know, like I said earlier, there's a lot of people who are experiencing some form of trauma. To me, depression sort of lines up in there somewhere. So um, what I'm saying is I don't see it. I don't see it getting worse. I see it maintaining. Yeah, I could say, yeah, I see maintaining. The, it, it, I'm, it's maintaining, and I, and I think the unknowns... Um, are I don't know so you're saying the unknowns are adding to people's anxiety or or depression or trauma or on their sense of unrest we like predictable we like stable we like we like knowing what's coming towards us and there's a lot of are you like that yeah I'd, I'd say for the most part I like I like knowing. I like being prepared. I like feeling secure. I like. I feel like this past year has tested that for me. Has broken that actually, and realize. And in some ways, it's like wow. There's so many things that are not. Things are were never that secure. No, it's still an illusion. And so we like that, right? We like to know the sun's going to rise, that we have a job to go to, that we have money coming in, that we're going to be okay. So when we don't have money coming in, we don't have a job, we lose that sense of security. Because how are we going to live? How are we going to have a house, support our families, eat? But I just wonder if people are so caught up in that worry that they're not aware of what they do have. It could be. I don't know how many people have a gratitude practice. I mean, it's definitely helpful. And I talk to people about it. You know, what do you have? What is going right? If we can spend all day focusing on what's going wrong. Where are things right? Where are things working? What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? What do you enjoy? Yeah. I also find that there's more power in getting a grip. So do you want to take it into your segment? Because we're at 26 minutes, and I know we're going to try to keep this at 30. Yeah. So I would say that um, herein lies the opportunity to really I don't to just um, to, to be aware with each time something is coming up that's causing anxiety uh or this unknown, it's like, okay, to get it, to reground and say, okay, but what do I know? And of the things I don't know, is it really a problem right now? Or am I just, in, you know, you know, because the what ifs, the what ifs can go on and on. Also, 
How often does the what if come to pass? But the real power is that, that when dropping into that what if, when getting caught up in the, the, you know, the worst possible situation that can occur, if it's not occurring before it occurs, what can we do that's different to get ourselves back into our sense of power? How do we take action? Because when we take action, uh, we go look for another job. We figure out what items, what do I not, what do I need to cancel? How can I change how I'm spending my money? How do, what can I sell? When we get into that action, then we, uh, we have that opportunity to lower our anxiety <laughs> and see more clearly. I just want to invite people into not just getting sucked up into and and paralyzed into what might be and to stay present and take action on what is and what could be. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna follow up on that. And I'm gonna say meet yourself where you are. Right? Because sometimes our action is maybe starting a monster account or whatever it is, or just looking at our bank statement. Like we can get easily overwhelmed. So where are you? What one thing can you do today to move you out of the what if to be present and being honest with yourself, especially when we have anxiety and depression. Um, I talk with the people I work with about spoon theory, right? So this lady that um, had, I believe she has, physical pain, a lot of physical ailments. So she explains it as that she only has so many spoons a day to do things. So she has to decide how many spoons she has for the day and what she's going to do with those spoons. So if we're depressed, if we're anxious, right? Am I at like a 200 spoon day or am I at like a five spoon day or two spoon day? What am I doing with those spoons? Am I showering? Am I brushing my teeth? Am I going to try to exercise and try to eat healthy? Am I going to go ahead and put in a job application or look at my bank statement? So it's that honest look of where am I and what, what one thing can I do for myself today to better myself, to help get myself out of the hole that I'm in? Because we can easily, right? Okay, now I have a list of 100 things that I can do. And now I'm just depressed because I can't do these 100 things. or I'm anxious because I don't know where to start. So it's that right? What's something I can do? Okay, I got that done. Can I do something else? No, yes. And take it from there, like meeting ourselves where we are in the moment. That's wonderful. That's actually amazing because that's just a reminder that we are much more powerful than we think. And I don't mean powerful as in, you know, Wonder Woman, although that's really cool. I just mean simply by taking an action. I love that. Look at a statement. Um, look where your money, <laughs> where's the next bill coming from? How can you pay that? Who can you talk to before it comes due? It goes past due. And we just do it one piece at a time. Um, and then, and then that next piece is how do we, you know, what can we do now to head off the problem in the future so that we stay, keep the ground under us? I think we are, I, 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 that's the, that's the outer world. I think too much affecting our, our inner world and our current situation. 
Yeah. So the person across the street's depressed or out of work or having housing issues. But let me not get so caught up in that that I don't make sure I take care of what I can right now. And then eventually, maybe it's like the thing on the airplane, right? I can put on my oxygen mask and then I can help others. Yes. I feel like we're, yeah, I just feel like we're letting uh, people, certain people's interpretation of what's happening to humans in the world <laughs> too powerfully control a good distraction and effect i don't have to worry if my bills are passed due if i'm worrying about what trump's doing or biden or what Susie said to julie the other day at work right yeah but i think we want more than that i want to invite us into more than that yes right yes am i following you yes. yeah what's a what's a monster account isn't that isn't that still a job site i don't no, maybe I'm. Oh, myself. okay. All right. I thought maybe it was a money app. I'm like, I want my monster account. No, is not that still around? I don't know. One of those websites you go to to find a job. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. It, it. It probably yes. Since I've looked for a job lately, I don't know, but maybe I'll go check that out just in case. I don't know. Right. Yes. That's about being, that's what I want us to be doing is empowering people to not just be caught up in what's happening over there, but how do we calm our own inner nervous system and take action on our own behalf. And then what I really want all of us to do is what I do is just really savor that moment. I think we rush past that moment of like, oh, look, I did this and I got myself calmer and I can take action. I'm not just, just, you know, shoot hanging in the wind. Yes. Being present. It's hard. A lot easier said than done. So just practicing, giving yourself grace. Yes. But when we practice it, it's not hard. No, it's just being okay. in the moment, coming back to the right. moment. And if it is hard, your nervous Wait system the next moment settling. Um, I don't want to say trauma. It could be trauma. Definitely start mindfulness practice. Talk to a therapist because if your nervous system isn't settling, there's something going on. And there's definitely tools there to help you. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Margaret. Yes. Thank you. So how can people find you? Well, they can find me, Shauna Barnes, at a lot of times in Clubhouse at Shauna Barnes. So come on down. Let's chat. Let's, uh, you know, invite me to a room. Let's have some fun there. Uh, or at the Shauna Barnes on Instagram. DM me. Love to hear from you. Ooh, I can't wait to move over to Clubhouse when I have <laughs> the right equipment. Yes. <laughs> and I can be found at Margaret Bell bleh, Margaret Bell Counseling.org. Find me on the web. Very good. Yeah. All right. Next week. Until next time. Yeah. We'll continue on. Yes. Have a wonderful week.
you as well. Thank you. Bye.